Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, this is part two of our lovely Earth Day episode with Patty Gonia, the wonderful activist teaching us all about how to live a greener life through drag. If you haven't heard part one, though, you've got to go and listen to that on the feed first. If not, here's part two. We did some questions to the audience, just asking the listeners like what they think and stuff. And so much of what you've said relates. So one of the questions we asked is, are you doing your bit to combat climate change? We asked them. 78% of them said yes. Mm. 22% said no. I love that there's 78%. That's brilliant. Yeah. And then do you feel overwhelmed when it comes to knowing what to do to save the planet? Like you were just talking about, you know, it's all the micro things that come together. So 86% of people said they do feel overwhelmed. 14% said they do not feel overwhelmed. And um, I'll read you a couple of bits that people have written in. Shauna said, it feels sometimes as though you're completely unable to have a positive influence. I recycle. I don't buy single use plastics. I don't eat meat. I cycle. Shauna, this is great. Uh, I pick up rubbish I come across in the sea and in the park. I don't feel like this helps, especially when I see the climate reports by the Irish government, which shows we have made no progress in reducing our carbon emissions in the last 10 years. It can feel frightening and as though the average person can't actually affect change. Hmm. Mm. Well, first of all, Shauna, I fucking love you. Second of all... <laughs> uh... Second of all, I fucking love you too. <laughs> Second of all, like, uh, yeah, it's a complicated issue, right? It is It is so interesting that it is like the climate change is the one thing that everyone on planet Earth faces uniquely. And yet we can't seem to act uh, on it in the proper ways. And Sean, I think that you're putting a lot of like the focus on yourself. And I'm so proud of you for taking personal responsibility, but also... It's corporations' responsibilities, it's communities' responsibilities, it's government responsibilities, and it's our individual mm. responsibility. So that's not me taking the finger you're pointing at yourself and pointing at other people. It's just saying, like, that's 10 fingers pointing in 10 different ways. And yep. that's why we need systems change. And I think that never underestimate, like, what you doing that and leading by example is doing in other people's lives around you. Mm. And it's not just your responsibility. Um, it's it's all of mm. ours. So we all have more we can do. And um, I think everyone, yeah, everyone can get plugged in uniquely, you know, uh, depending on like where they are and what they do. And also what's tangled in there is mm. that, which I find so much with COVID and with the climate stuff, mm-hmm. is the addiction of news stations to bad news headlines that sounds mm-hmm. shocking. You know, and there's many ways that, 
these things can be quantified but you know the bad news is the news that spreads so they're telling you the bad side of the story when actually then sometimes if you do some research you hear some really positive things and i know it's far more complicated than any of what i've just described but if that's discouraging someone who's actually doing great stuff great mm-hmm. great stuff it's it's a real shame isn't it yeah again it's a uh, it's the whole like when we look globally, it can look grim, but when we look locally and like the change that actually is happening in our communities and in our lives, like we're seeing the change. So mm. um, I think it's it's what we're giving our attention to. And I don't know about you, Shauna, but like climate doom and gloom isn't motivating to me. It makes me want to do nothing. No. What makes me motivated is seeing all the people that I do see give a shit and for me to mm. join them in giving the shits that I can give. There's a lot of us out there. And so I think, yeah. and you know, like also like, I'll just, <laughs> this is like a, my own little like uh, side snorkel. Like it's not a deep dive, but it's a little snorkel. <laughs> Love a snorkel. Love a I'm snorkel. Paddling right behind you. Here we are. Is that like, <laughs> I think we hear all the time that we have to like fight for our planet and we have to fight for mm-hmm. the climate. But I think we forget like the most important step, which is just to get the hell outside and connect to this planet. Because if we're not going outside and seeing how beautiful this earth is and this world is, and then we're not realizing how worth it it is to save, right? Because we fight for what we love. So if we can fall in love with this planet, we're going to fight for it more. So when people hear headlines and they're not connected to nature, well, why the hell are they going to give a damn about like trying to care for the planet? we've raised people capitalism has raised people to be disconnected from nature because a forest doesn't have value until it can be logged and until it can be a product and until we can put a dollar value on it Mm. so we literally are systemically as a society in colonialism and capitalism disconnecting people from nature so that we can use nature more we can be in a parasitic relationship with nature rather than a symbiotic relationship right I mean, and like mm. the the evidence of this is is everywhere. It's like when you think about corporate world or in your jobs, I'm sure everyone that's listening would raise their hand if I said to you, how many of you have heard the term like, we're operating like a well-oiled machine, right? Mm. What would it be different if I said to you, we're operating like a well-nurtured meadow that's supporting all of these different beautiful parts of this ecosystem? where we are recognizing that certain parts of the ecosystem need unique things in order to survive, that diversity is the only way for an ecosystem to not only survive, but thrive. And so I think that like when we're disconnected, we have a lot of people who don't want to act because they're like, why would I care about this? You know, in America, we give people, especially the most lowest income people, concrete jungles and expect for them to care about this planet why kids mm. are going outside mm. and they're on a concrete pad for recess and that's like the most time that they're outdoors why would they care you know so i think we have a lot of work to do too to really just connect people to the outdoors which is why i'm so passionate about trying to get queer people outside trying to get bipoc people outside trying to just diversify the outdoors because there are a lot of barriers to different communities getting outside including queer people, uh, because, I mean, for the queer community directly, like, why would you want to go into a completely unsafe environment where you don't know if the people on the trails you can trust and you as a queer person are really vulnerable? Mm. And so I want to change that narrative because I think there's a lot of people that just need to fall in love with nature and then we'll be able to 
fight for it. So it's kind of like this uh, Venn diagram, you know? Yeah. And when you said, you know, you aren't motivated by, I can't remember the exact word you used, but bad news type thing. Was there an element of knowing that you wanted to spread joy with Patty and, Mm. you know, drag is very joyful while also it's activism to bring some joy to it? Yeah, totally. I mean... Like, joy is in my blood. I think that joy is in all our blood, right? Like, we Mm -hmm. don't wake up and, like, want to be unjoyful. We want to be happy. And I think drag is a really beautiful thing that almost, like, tricks me into joy and then, like, actually can propel me uh, throughout Mm -hmm. throughout (laughs) life. But I think that also, too, yeah, I mean, to be really honest with you, if this planet is going to die, I'm going to have it go down while I'm dancing and while I'm getting other people to dance, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. if we are doomed why not dance, you know? And so I think that it's kind of a thing that's like, yes, it's climate optimism, but it's also kind of like climate doomism. I'm like, we're going to dance regardless, you know? We're going to have fun while we do this regardless because if we're not having fun, what's it all for, you know? And I know that joy motivates people for action far more than shame or negativity. So I'm just after something different, you know? And, Mm -hmm. um, I think that joy has a really important role. I think rest has a really important role. I think that connection has a super important role. My friends Pinar and so from queer nature, who are some of the most intelligent queer people I know always say that like the revolution will be relational. And I really, really, really resonate with that. If we don't have relationships, we don't have anything. So I think that we need Mm. We need relationships, we need connection, we need joy, we need happiness, and we need it to be grounded in reality, you know? Mm. Do you know what, as well, when I'm listening to you, it's like part of the Greta Thunberg effect is that because she lives or demonstrates such perfection in a way, in the way that she lives her life, I think that in some respects, some people think, oh, well, I could never do that, so I'm just going to have to check out of the whole thing. But listening to you and listening to, and not to say Greta's doing anything wrong, by the way, it's just how she's portrayed is what I mean. That um, actually the kind of portraying the imperfect balance that, yes, I'm getting some stuff right, but some stuff wrong. If everyone could do that together, we would actually succeed. Whereas, in fact, everyone's feeling like they have to be perfect. and Therefore, they before they've even started, they feel like they're failing. Hmm. I just look to proof in my life and there's nothing that I do perfectly. Join the club, dear. And if I'm going to start something new, I'm actually going to be pretty bad at it. You know, like if I'm going to learn to figure skate or if I'm going to learn to run five miles, I'm going to be bad at those like physical things for a long time until I get better at it. And I think it's the same with like caring for our climate. Like we're going to try, we're going to fail and we're going to try again. You know, and I think that if I strive for perfection, I actually end up like doing a a less good job overall. But if I think about activism as like an imperfect act of just trying to give a damn, I'm actually Mm. pretty surprised by myself. And I'm actually pretty motivated then to take more action. Mm. Uh, This is sort of a related. So Adam wrote in and said, um, it's the guilt of is there more that I can do whilst knowing that there is always so much more I try as much as I can to buy second hand recycle properly cut down on plastic use when grocery shopping carry own cutlery coffee cup water bottle and still I know that there is so much I could do 
to shift my lifestyle but get overwhelmed with what to do next what is the most effective way of saving the planet my worry is that we are ultimately powerless in however much we do because it's the government and big corporations that need to lead to the change before you respond when should you wish to i think i'm noticing a thread between those two which i wonder if there is a thing queer people are very hard on themselves 100 percent yeah, hmm. queer queer people are so hard on themselves because we've been raised in a way that makes us feel guilty for existing. So why would that not hmm. translate to our behaviors as well? Um, we are constantly living by like, are we doing this okay? Are we enough this? Are we not enough that? So give yourself a break and go outside and connect to nature. Like literally the the, the best thing you can do is just give yourself a break because Rest is a radical act of resistance. Not being so hard on yourself is so important for the long haul, right? Like, okay, we talk about sustainability all the time Mm -hmm. in the environmental justice space, but how are we being sustainable to ourselves to actually like do this for the long haul instead of trying so hard, feeling like a failure, getting burnt out, never trying again, you know? Mm -hmm. So how can we provide like almost apply sustainability practices to like how we move throughout this world, right? Mm. And when I put you in role of president now of the United <laughs> States of America, the United States of Bend, what, because uh, one thing Adam is saying is like, I feel like I'm being asked to do everything when actually it's governments and big corporations that need to lead the change. Do you agree mm. with that? Um, I think everyone can be a leader and I think it's going to take all of us in our unique ways. Um, so um, I definitely think our government needs to step it up. I definitely think corporations need to step it up. I definitely think we need to listen to indigenous voices way more on the climate movement than we think because fun mm-hmm. fact for you indigenous people protect and advocate and are literally like living parts of the ecosystem of more than 90 percent of the world's ecosystem and they're they get less than two percent of the airtime in media so we need to wow. listen to indigenous voices that actually got this shit right instead of our colonized selves that are living in a system that is only able to operate under extraction and uh yeah i think it's it's time for some change you know so um, mm, I don't know. I think when we think about this too, right, it's like uh, we think that like this is just the way that the world is. But like let me remind you all that like less than 200 years ago, <laughs> no one had cars. No one had massive factories emitting massive amounts of carbon. Like if we can create this world, we can create a new one. And it is going to look very different but this isn't just the way that it's gonna have to be for forever. You know, like Mm. it is very fascinating to see too throughout history, how much uh, the curtain has been pulled in front of all our eyes to just think that the world, there's no way that it can be different, right? There's no way we can't rely on cars and roads, right? Well, you know, if the U S actually wanted to on a government side, support building a high speed train all the way around America, We could have done it 50 years ago, but because auto lobbying wants to keep on Mm. subsidizing roads so that we keep on relying on cars, well, then we get the world we have. So I think Mm. it's really, really interesting to realize that uh, there's a reason why are the the way that things are. And it's so that people, especially privileged people, can make more money. And I Mm -hmm. think that it's definitely time for some radical accountability there. Mm, absolutely so we ask people to share the bits and bobs that they do to send us your quick easy life hacks for helping the environment so people wrote in change the government we've covered that 
We love uh, it. Wynn's <laughs> going to take over president of the United States band. That's fine. So that's tick. Um, Fla- Fiachmach. Uh, that's a Welsh name. Femic, I'm going to say. Phoenix. Uh, taking public transport, walking where possible, carpooling. We love it. Uh, don't eat meat. What do you think, Wynn? Um, if that works for you, that works for you. And if that's an entry point that's going to get you excited, then that's something you should totally do. Um, I think it matters far more how the meat is produced, how the meat is raised. Um, I think there's a lot of indigenous and sustainable agriculture practices writ large, far beyond meat that we need to be supporting because a lot more Mm -hmm. industries than just meat are completely extractive and... Yeah, I could go down a little snorkel in that direction too. But I think that if if that's something that you feel like you can do and you want to do, do it. And I'm so excited for you. And if it's something that you get passionate about, get passionate about it. But I think that I see a lot of gatekeeping happen, especially in the vegetarian and vegan communities, to be like, well, if you're not like us, then like screw mm-hmm. you. And I think that, again, that's lateral oppression, right? That's an underrepresented community using the same tools to oppress that community on another community that's already marginalized. And so why, why, uh, <laughs> why not just, uh, truly be excited about what we're excited about and not yuck someone's yum. Yuck someone's yum. Is that a saying? I love it. Here we are. This is America in the chat. <laughs> Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But do, and I, do, you don't have to answer this one, two, I don't mean it's in a criminating way, but as in, do you eat meat? Yeah, no, that's that's a great question. I'm happy to answer that. I do eat meat. Um, I have, and I'm like more than happy to talk about on this podcast. I do eat meat. I eat far less meat than I've ever eaten in my life nowadays um, because I've realized as I've gotten to be better at cooking, how much better I just like meals that don't revolve around meat. Um when I do eat meat, I try to have that meat be as sustainable as possible. But also, that is such a fucking privilege. You know, the fact that mm-hmm. I have access to meat and I can afford meat that is higher quality, that was raised better, is a complete privilege. So I think that there's uh, there's a lot of that that goes on in my head, too, of like, because I can afford this, I want to support this. Because I really appreciate this local farmer who's local to me who is raising meat in a really ethical way. Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to like buy meat. That's not this. So I think it's about, I think what, what I've found like time and time again, is I've tried to started to take more steps to align my like life decisions to decisions that can care about the climate is, 
it's not again radically changing and saying never meet never again right because then that's Mm. like this like line in the sand that makes me feel like a failure if i'm not doing it perfectly but instead being like you know what i'm just gonna try to eat less meat i'm just gonna try to eat a little bit more sustainable meat and i'm gonna see where that goes and i think that like i try to apply that everywhere it's not that i never use a plastic bag at a store it's, wow, sometimes there's not another option or, wow, I forgot my reusable bags this time or, you know, yes, I am going to go fly to California to speak to 700 students about like sustainability in my life. Like I am going to take that flight, but it's for a purpose, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think there's a lot we can learn here about binaries, right? Like we love in our brains to think of binaries of like right, wrong, yes, no, male, female, straight, gay, Everything mm-hmm. is a spectrum. And I think that we, we need to remove these binaries from our lives of like, we're not doing enough or we're doing all we can. We're doing everything right or we're doing nothing right. Like these things unmotivate us. These things are not sustainable. And we know these truths to be like not the binary world, right? Everything's a spectrum. Let's apply it to climate. I love that. Um, so other tips are Gary says, always have a fold up bag in my coat pocket so I never need a carrier. Well, wind's allowing you a couple of reprieves there, actually, <laughs> Gary, so you don't always have to have one. Um, stop voting Tory, uh, which I um, can vouch for. Uh, D- Harry says, don't vote Tory as well. Their green energy plan sucks, doesn't do enough. Uh, little to no meat, avoid single use plastic wherever possible, says Print71. Don't overshop on food. Uh, wasted food is so bad for the planet. Yes, that's correct, right? Yeah, it's super correct. I think uh, something that uh, I've started to try to do, which feels really cool in a weird way, is walking mm-hmm. to the grocery store. And then when I walk to the grocery store, I can only carry what I can walk back with. And so if I do ah. that, I don't like waste a lot of food because I can't just like load my car up with lots of things buying in bulk that I don't need. And then half of it eventually just expires. But again, it's like, it's all these little life hacks. It's all these little life hacks. And like, you're going to pick them up along the way, but only if you like choose to like give yourself a fucking break and like get excited and do things, you know? So yes. And how inventive, you know, enjoy it, have fun with it. And you create, you're doing something that's actually achieving an end goal that's really full of purpose and greatness Mm -hmm. have you got any other of those little life hacks that you pepper through your life my gosh little life hacks go to sleep take a break rest like yeah (laughs) literally take a break (laughs) uh get outside uh we've covered this um when you get outside take someone else with you another queer person with you another person just the power of an invitation is huge um okay vote with your dollar don't support businesses that you don't see giving back, whether that's the social justice things or environmental justice things. Mm-hmm. Um, and like reward brands that you see showing up by like supporting their products and what they do. Everyone listening here, like likely has like a job or a career or a special set of skills. And maybe you can take unique action in your job, or maybe it's time to leave that job and to still do the same thing, like to still be that accountant, but maybe to be an accountant for like another thing that's like supporting the planet, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think it's that. And then I think the number one thing, which this is not a sexy thing to talk, talk about, but I think is like so important is just like we ask people to do when they ally our community, like our queer community is acknowledge your privilege, like acknowledge Mm -hmm. like who you are, what privileges you have. And instead of feeling bad about those, again, we're not doing the shame route. 
we're going to be inspired to act because we're going to say, I do have a lot of privilege here and I can have a lot of impact. And then to use that and propel that in your life, right? Mm. Um, And I think that'll help you not just with advocacy for the planet, but for people too. I love that. Yes. Just tell me a bit more about um, the idea of always inviting a friend. Yeah. I mean, if I really look back at my life, so many beautiful new things have happened when I just like got randomly invited to be a part of it, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and I think we really underestimate the power of an invitation in this world and the Mm -hmm. power of just like putting an invite out there, whether it's to like a queer community thing or whether it's just to dinner with a friend or whether it's to like going hiking with a friend, especially that's never Mm. like hiked before. Outdoors are really intimidating, right? We've created these narratives that like we can't do it unless we have skills X, Y, and Z, which some of that's true. And also some of that's complete BS. And so I think that Mm. the power of inviting a friend outside is so beautiful because first of all, then you have each other out there. Second of Mm -hmm. all, like it's going to be a completely different experience. And third of all, I think that you're going to really find that like, you got a lot from it too. So I think that, um, yeah, in my life, a lot of people gave me the invitation to take me backpacking for the first time or to take me hiking or to take me paddling for the first time. And it changed my life. So I just want to pass that on, you know? Mm, lovely. Lovely. Yeah. And like you're saying, vote with your dollar. So uh, Mr. Morse has switched to solar wind electricity supply. It takes minutes to set up with your energy provider. Yeah, great. Do you have brands that you have migrated to away from e.g.? Uh, what are we feeling about Amazon, for example? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so listen, I um, I want to throw one out there for the underdogs, okay? So here's my like pro tip. The power of shopping at your local's farmer's market and co-op will change mm-hmm. your life. Because I think that as far as corporations, some corporations I think that are truly doing the most in some areas are still 10 million steps behind another. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. sit here and give you like an inner outlet when it comes to corporations. Instead, I just mm-hmm. want to say, support your, your local underdogs, right? Like if you have a local person, you know, who owns a local business who that is trying to give a shit about the environment, support them. The power of shopping at a farmer's market and using local produce and eating seasonally to what's around you is massive, you know? Mm. So if, again, it's, and it's not about doing it perfectly. Like I will shop at my local co-op and then mm-hmm. this is, I know the audience is around the world here. So I'll try to like bring this into a global lens, but like I'll <laughs> shop at my local co-op and then I'm going to shop at like my Trader Joe's and my Sam's club, which are like the quote unquote big box grocery stores for the things I can't yeah. get there. Um, if I want to, but I find that if I start by shopping locally first, then I actually don't need to get as much of that stuff from those other stores, you know? So again, it's Mm. not about perfection. It's about just like a shift. And also it makes you less, if you shop locally, like I kind of, by the way, I'm not going to pretend in front of you, like I'm good at any of this, but like, if you do shop locally, it forces you to be a bit more inventive about things like food and stuff, because you kind of, a bit like when you said you only carry go take back what you can carry like it makes that you only go with what's available so you kind of go oh i can make that out of that and it actually kind of we're so used to repeating our purchases like i think jamie oliver is he a thing over Mm -hmm, there mm -hmm, jamie oliver mm -hmm. yeah like he said i think it's like 87 percent of your shopping cart is the same every week in the family shop yeah so you know anything you can do to switch that up yeah and listen 
anyone who's buying blueberries, you know they're moldy the next day, or raspberries. <laughs> so just forget about it. Or, that is that is the truth. <laughs> or also, an avocado. I want to I want to give a shout out to the gay people listening uh, for some really cool eye uh, candy from the straight community, but. Everyone needs to look up Please. Max Lamana right now. They are an amazing, okay. total babe, zero waste chef who has shown me a lot about how you can actually like use things that I would otherwise just like chop and throw away because um, ah. it's like the stocks of a thing or the whatever of a thing. And it is like mind blowing. It's mind blowing. And again, it's like these little life hacks that like make my kitchen life like so much more fun. You just check him out and he's beautiful. So like it's really fun. Max Lamona. And does he, has he ever said the one that someone said to me the other day, which is you put a Parmesan cheese rind in soup and it makes it taste really good. Oh, I did not know this pro tip. No, learning things every day, Chris. Full of flavor. So what's next for you, Wynne? What's happening next in your busy environmental schedule of saving the planet? Uh, Listen, isn't it so interesting how we're so inclined when we're asking, like, what's next? Talk about our next work project or our next work thing. Uh, It makes me want to, like, literally, like, roll my eyes at my own self because it's, like, what I want to respond with. I mean, what's next for me, honestly, is just spending time with people that I love, Mm -hmm. supporting my local community. Love it getting outside as much as I can and trying to support like outdoor queer community. Um, Mm -hmm. I think there's, I'm also very, I'm a very curious person and I will, I will hint a very cool work project, but it's because it's a personal love thing, but we're working on a show Uh to be on a, on a thing called a streaming platform that I cannot name. Okay. That will come out in the future. That is all about queerness as it exists in the other than human world and how queer <gasps> nature is because nature is so gay. So we're going to explore that. Yeah. Be very curious. Uh, and it's going to be fun. That's really cool. and really exciting. And do you know who I mean when I say Amru Al-Kadi? No. Or Glamru? No. So Glamru, they are a Muslim drag queen who is non-binary, who is very much about how nothing in nature is binary and they uh, do a whole part of it in their act so it would be worth i think it would be I inspiring to look at that. i love that so much um, i'm gonna write it down so that i can watch it after can i also tell you my drag name that i said to a drag queen the other week and they weren't very impressed um but i'm gonna try it on you you may 100 percent tell me it annette zero i am obsessed with this absolutely yes don't you think it's great i think it's so good absolutely well thanks we need to see a net zero on earth day when this has been lovely thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us you're you so are welcome. such an inspiring person to listen to i feel like i've learned loads i feel like i'm gonna go and get outdoors if it wasn't 9 p.m <laughs> but you know i do spend a lot of, we live in the countryside now and i do spend a lot of time outdoors and it makes me infinitely happier so i can totally relate to what you're saying Yes, and I'll, I'll leave listeners with this. If nothing else, like some outdoor sex or making out outdoors is the best it'll ever be. So just go outside and make out and have some gay fun times. Shit, there you go. You know, I don't think I've ever had sex outdoors. 
I mean, okay, listen, let's be Scans honest. Memory. Sometimes it's really like messy, you know, like sex on a beach, like sands everywhere. We don't want to do that. But like, oh, I have had sex on a beach. Yeah, that's great. Um, all my experience of sex on the beach has been really, really poor. But I think that like, you know, make it make it a little homoerotic, like have some fun out there. What a wonderful note to leave us on. <laughs> I'm glad I could inspire the masses. <laughs> just adorable i just feel like i learned so much from him i hope you did too thank you so much for all your survey results and questions and stuff i love chatting those three with patty it was really fun thank you so much for all taking the time to you know write in and all the rest of it stay tuned on monday we have got an incredible little special episode about banned gay conversion therapy um, with the founders of the campaign harry and matt so that's coming up on monday please tune into that little bonus episode and then on Thursday, uh, we'll have the usual episode. It's great, is all I'll say. Get in touch, stay connected on Instagram at Homo Sapiens. Sorry, thought I heard husband stirring, nothing. Facebook at Homo Sapiens Podcast. Email your comments, questions, and agony uncles to hello at Homo Sapiens Podcast. You've all been wonderful. I'm going to. What am I going to do? Maybe I'll do some exercise, try and get all the boring things of the day out of the way so then I can just have a nice day cookies then exercise which one is it chris you need to choose love you all bye now hey folks i'm mark Marin from the wtf podcast and this episode is brought to you by kleenex ultra soft tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 